sandwiches. <laughs> Basically. Hi, guys. Happy Witchy Wednesday. My name is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest, your basic witches. And today we're flying high with Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, flying high in the sky with Sky Cowens. She is the creator of Sky Life, her YouTube channel where she explores health and wellness topics with experts. Fascinating stuff. She's like, learning as she goes and just bettering her life and and you get to watch it it's awesome she's awesome and we have an amazing conversation um before we jump into that please head on over to instagram give us a follow at basic witches um and there you can join our patreon where we will do monthly readings and personalized art we also have merch for sale i'm talking hats i'm talking shirts i'm talking tote Lighters. bags <laughs> i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> um and a reminder it's a two witch shop so you're dealing directly with us these are handmade items mm-hmm. in los angeles um and we'd love for you to get some of those goodies so hopefully mm-hmm. we'll see you on the gram and show us some love on some itunes review we actually talk about it in the episode today so it feels perfectly right um so please yes. show us some love we love hearing why you love the show and now enjoy this show with Sky. Sky, hey, hi, <laughs> my favorite witches. Yes. yes. Are you feeling more like a witch since we last talked to you? I do feel more like a witch mm. since meeting you both. I mean, would you totally say like I'm a witch? No, I don't think I'm at okay. that level yet. <laughs> okay, I'm not at Respect. the basic witch level. Okay. <laughs> Where would you say you are? What what have you been practicing more since seeing us? I'm a questioning witch still. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but I actually have been dabbling more in the space of witchcraft and the metaphysical since meeting you both mm-hmm. for the first time. And I want to make more videos about witchcraft. Yeah. I want to make more videos about manifestation mm. and using uh, uh, tools like witchcraft to do so. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I have a... Um, uh, a manifestation uh, goal coming up um, for paying off this credit card that is energetically linked to my ex mm. because he pressured me into opening the credit card in my name to go on this one final trip of the oh. relationship, which I feel like all relationships <laughs> that are destined to end have a fucking expensive vacation uh-huh. right before. Mine was Coachella. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. So this credit card is filled with that money, oh, like yeah. that debt. Let's pay and that off, girl. I know, right? <laughs> Get rid of that. So my, um, I have a witchy friend I grew up with um, at, in Ohio and um, we've been reconnecting and like just using our powers together, which is really cool because we even had these powers when we were little kids, of course. And we were like doing this when we were little, like reading each other's minds and whatever. Um, but we grew apart and now have reconnected and we're doing it again. And she was advising, like she had an intuitive feeling that I'll be able to manifest Mm -hmm. that amount. And I just need to remember how powerful I am. Mm. And it was like, Oh, thank you for saying that. She's right. Mm -hmm. And she was suggesting that I um, set it aside and like kind of instead of overextending to pay it off right now, mm-hmm. like give it a beat and let like try to manifest it first. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. to manifest that whole amount. I've been trying to this week, I've been trying to manifest more opportunities and money. And then this morning I woke up with an email from someone that I was hoping like out of the blue <gasps> wow. that I was hoping to get an email from for a voiceover job. Yeah. Um, I love this that. morning randomly got an email. So it's like, okay, thank yeah. you, thank mm-hmm, you for the money mm-hmm. more, please. Yes. I feel like manifestation works when you forget about things you yeah. put out there. Yes. And totally. then it, all of a sudden something happens and you're like, I haven't thought about that in months, but uh-huh. here it is. Yeah. And it's, you know? it's like so passive because all you have to do is just sit back and enjoy, but it really can be that easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's hard to do because when you want something so badly and you're, you desire it and you're trying to manifest it and you're pushing too hard that's when it doesn't work well well, totally (laughs) what's cool is so uh for a long time rachel and i have been manifesting like dreaming about doing a body paint shoot cover for maxim that's what we want to do for basic witches and then yesterday we shot something that is so similar to what (sighs) i always envisioned and it feels 
so aligned and it's like, oh, it can be this easy. And if you let it and we don't have to force Mm -hmm. it to happen because we've had that vision now. Yeah. Over a year. Yeah. 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 And the way that everything was so aligned in the shoot and it felt so easy. Mm -hmm. It was like the colors, even the colors that the body paint artist came up with. She chose Mm -hmm. them happened to be like our theme colors we've been Mm -hmm. working with and another friend of ours had made us art Mm -hmm. in those exact colors that ended up being part of the shoot. It was Uh so like these energetic swirls just meshing perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, But back to the part about letting it go and trying to forget what you're manifesting, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister Angie reminded me of a really good point about that the other day. She was like, okay, when you feel scared and you really want this thing that you want to manifest that's not the energy that pulls it in. So like your job at that point is to get yourself into a better vibration. Mm -hmm. Your job at that point is not to take action and like try to solve it and try to make it happen and try to figure out how it's going to happen that you're going to get this thing. But really to just like ground back into yourself mm-hmm. and do whatever you need to do to feel good so that you can attract it in. And that's a hard concept mm-hmm. totally. to master. Totally. But I've been trying to do it with that credit card thing I mentioned. That's that's why it came up. Mm. Well, keep us posted. Yeah. I have yeah. total faith in you. Thank yeah. you. And hey, like, it. fuck, it's an experiment if anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can always just figure it out, you know, but like, I'm going to try to actually not figure it out and like raise my vibration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so sky, you asked us what, what, what we're going to talk about or what you need to prepare for. But, um, so I want to ask you, you know, so much about wellness and new age stuff because that's what your videos are focused on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so much that I want to know a little bit of everything. (laughs) Oh, wow. Do you feel like that? Like, you I know a like, little bit about so much. Yes. Are you a Gemini? I'm a Taurus. Okay. okay. Do you have any Gemini in you? I don't know. Okay. I don't that's think that's a so. Gemini kind of thing. Yeah. I, I am a Gemini and I know a lot about, or a little bit, a lot about everything. Yeah. Well, I study news. I study mm-hmm. broadcast journalism. And that's one thing that they told us when we were studying journalism mm. is when you, to be a good journalist, you need to know just enough about tons of different topics. <sighs> yeah. And that's what I do just with different content. I'm not doing news anymore because I didn't resonate with news, but I'm using all the same skills for what I do now. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I took a cold shower this morning oh, and nice. I was thinking about same. Wim Hof <laughs> yeah. I, and I was wondering if you're still doing it. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Wow. Um, and it came to me in the shower, in the freezing cold shower. <laughs> I was like, she's an investigative journalist in a way. Yeah. Like, and I was wondering if that resonates. It does, but I'd say I'm not a hundred percent journalist in the sense that I can be fully objective and biased. Like I always mm. want to bring in my own experience and tell people how I actually feel about things where journalists don't really do that. That's There's a, a great point. Yeah. Like I just want to share my honest, authentic experience exploring these topics I'm curious about. And hopefully I can be accurate in information and have the videos be informative mm-hmm. and educational at the same time. Yeah. But that. not withhold your own Kinda experience. Reminds me of Bear Grylls or like Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. He brought his yeah. personality to right. a journalistic. Yeah. Absolutely. I think about Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. almost every morning really? because I cook an egg almost every morning mm-hmm. and I learned from him how to crack an egg properly. So you, oh, you tap, tap, tap on the flats on a flat surface, not the edge of the pan. Mm. And that pushes the shell inward. So when you crack it open, instead of shell pieces falling in the pan, they fold into the... Oh. Wow. Yeah. I so. can never crack an egg, right? I, sh- <laughs> I mean, Anthony Bourdain is such a legend though, I but know. I didn't catch that part <laughs> yeah, when he yeah. taught the egg cracking. I think that's so cool though that like his spirit lives on every yeah. time you It really does. And now I think about it extra because he's gone. So mm. I like, yeah. you know, the thought comes in and then I like mourn him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm very inspired by everything he's done. And I want to incorporate a lot more travel into what I do oh, and adventure yeah. and like mm. exploring the the places and the people around the world that I'm curious about. Because what I've Hell learned yeah. the most is that when I started, I wanted to explore the world of wellness. But that word just means so much more to me now than it once did. Oh. And being 
healthy and happy. And, you know, my channel is about living your healthiest, happiest life. But what does that mean? I just have learned it's not about following all the latest trends or practicing the perfect diet. It's really about living life to the fullest and being a lifelong learner and like following your curiosity and your passion. And so the channel is just evolving into that. And now I'm so curious about all these metaphysical topics and new age and uh, we say new age, but a lot of this stuff's been around it's ancient, for ancient, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. thousands of years. So, yeah. well, yeah. I feel so similar about basic witches in that, like, we we just had a friend um, who started, or the body paint artist. She started at episode one, like listening to the pod. And to us, it's like, oh, that was so long ago, and we were so different, and we've evolved, and yeah. works and a lot's happened. Yeah, but it's all still valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I just I feel the same appreciating and, the journey and progress, not perfection. Yes, exactly. allowing it to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we change. Yeah. And being okay with people that aren't okay with that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, my videos in the beginning were extremely scientific, and I want there to still be an element of science, but mm-hmm. science can't explain everything. And yeah. so I'm evolving beyond just needing to explain things with peer-reviewed mm-hmm. literature. Mm-hmm. But some people just, they don't resonate sure with the world that is invisible that yeah. we can't see and so have you noticed a noticeable increase in like haters or or trolls <laughs> <laughs> well anytime your audience grows you automatically increase the amount of haters and trolls because there's more people Damn. watching your videos so it's actually a good thing but i i do see mean comments and um i just realized like no matter what you do in life somebody's always going to hate on you and not yeah. be okay with it so you might as well just do what you want uh-huh yeah and, then, and i found that most of the time those people talking shit don't actually do anything themselves don't put yeah. themselves in the line of fire so it's like you're only critiquing me but you're not actually putting yourself out there yeah it's a it's a lot harder to actually take action and do than it is to just critique of <laughs> exactly. course um but also it comes to, i i do feel like a lot of hate comes from a place of pain mm-hmm. so i try and respond with positivity and i had a crazy experience where I don't normally respond to hate comments. Like mm-hmm. I like responding to all comments that are positive and if there's haters. Like I normally don't engage, mm-hmm. but for some reason somebody posted something negative and I responded. I don't even remember what I said, but I just responded in like a neutral kind of positive way. And they responded back, like apologizing, saying they're in so much pain and they take Whoa. it out on people online. And like, this was helping them to get over that and like recognize it. And so it was really powerful because then I was able to come back and like support them and be like, you're not alone, whatever you're going through. And like, thank you for saying sorry and owning up to it. And then you're an example for other people to do that. I saw this this clip that went viral. I forget who it was. I don't remember if it was a celebrity or kind of just like a Buzzfeed type thing, but I watched something where someone met their troll in Mm. real life. I think it was a woman, woman, but yeah. And it was like, the same kind of experience where they just confessed to how, uh, you know, what a dark place they were in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I try and share compassion there, mm-hmm. but it's definitely hard when you got people coming yeah. at you yeah. and you put so much effort into oh, what you make. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know? Leah and I have dealt with this with iTunes reviews, <laughs> which <laughs> are very important to like the success of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, it hurts when you get a bad one when you're yeah yeah, you're like we're working so hard at Uh this for for free free. Uh (laughs) yeah like on our own volition yeah yeah yeah, if they'll like give a two-star review off like one tiny comment that applied to one episode and it's like i don't know consider the whole right thing yeah oh yeah i've had people who will this is always frustrating when (laughs) i will in a video i take a lot of time to hopefully explain things and like you're a one woman like it's It's amazing you do all of it and it's so professional and so good i appreciate that videos yeah Yeah, i i really like take a lot of care in what i make and i want every video to be the best it can be that it doesn't always happen when i'm posting every week and i'm you know you get burnt out sometimes but anyways um i it's always frustrating when somebody comments something and i know they haven't actually watched the whole video because i explicitly like state something Mm -hmm. and then they just comment just to comment something mean and then i'm like but you didn't you clearly didn't right. actually watch the video, yep. but whatever, you exactly. can't control it. So no. exactly. here I am yeah. just doing so my thing. What are you focusing on now? What are your videos about currently? So 
like I said, I'm sort of venturing into this world of the spiritual and the metaphysical more so than I was before, but I'm still very curious about the science behind certain wellness trends. For example, I'm working on a video about Kundalini yoga right now. Mm. I did Kundalini every day for 40 days and I did this a long time ago, but (laughs) the video is like really daunting to me because it was like a ton of footage. It was sitting on a hard drive for months. So finally Mm. I'm getting around to edit it. And, um, I, I looked into the research on Kundalini yoga and there actually is some pretty good research on it. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they, they've done a study at UCLA where they found that I don't want to say the wrong thing. It will be in the video. It will all be accurate, but they had, um, a study done at UCLA where they found that it helped improve, um, people who were older and had cognitive impairment, it helped improve their cognitive function. And then there was another study where it reduced uh, symptoms of anxiety Mm. and also another study where it helped reduce the stress hormone cortisol. Mm. So um, I like making videos that are, you know, the topic of Kundalini, again, this ancient practice that some people view as very woo-woo because you're like waving your arms around and chanting things. But now we see that there's modern science science to support its benefits. Um, I'm doing a video about past life regression soon. That's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about that because I've read like three to four books about past life regression. I've always wanted to do it. Wow. And are you looking into the science behind that too with um, ancestral DNA? Yeah. So I uh, have not yet dove into the science, but that is a really good point. Like I definitely want to be looking at what science does exist on this. Yeah. There there is some um, science I know on inherited um, trauma. Yeah. From like, I know uh, they did that with some survivors and then their lineage from the Holocaust, mm, like they're mm-hmm. the next generations and what right. they inherited. And there's something, to, yeah, I, I'm not versed in it, but I've yeah. heard it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I mean, it just makes it so, it's like, so, sense yeah, almost, it's like, yeah, you know? yeah. Have we come had- in with all these other things. Why do we not think that we right. come in with that emotional transfer, you yeah. know? Yeah. For sure. Have you had a past life regression or any kind of reading like that before? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, actually, I did an Akashic record reading, mm-hmm. but that I did not resonate with it. Mm. And it's it, it's always, I think, um, I don't know, it, it has a lot to do with like, the practitioners as yes. well. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like they were... Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, who's calling from a past life? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's my ancestors. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I like that classic ring. I do too. You're like inspiring Wait, you know me. The, I need to turn my phone on silent and put my phone on uh, do not disturb. Um, well, you know how you get spam calls all the time? Yes. Okay, well, my phone just... <laughs> in unison. My phone just rung with... Uh, you, spam calls are never like labeled, but the, what was on the caller ID was potential spam. <laughs> that, that's so Apple's cool. getting smarter Ooh. to let us know when the spam's coming. That's nice. That's oh, all, yeah, because I saw it was a name, so I figured it was someone you knew. That's funny. Nope. Potential scam. Yeah, I should put my X's as that. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Valid. Yes. Anyways, well, so. we were talking about we were talking. You mentioned Akashic Records because we've yeah. had ours opened by a great practitioner, Myla okay. Ivers, who we had on the show, and mm-hmm. lots of listeners have now worked with her and felt the same that she's really good at what she's she incredible. does. Um, but some of what the Akashic records were talking about was past life stuff. Yeah. So I guess those two worlds are a little bit linked. Yeah. I mean, they definitely mentioned a past life, but I just Mm. felt like it was all made up. Okay. (laughs) You know, I did not feel any resonance towards, I felt like, and I witnessed many other people's um, Akashic records being read too. And it all felt so general. Like they Mm -hmm. they could have just been saying it about, anyone yeah and so that's i'm just highly skeptical that's fair of this world entirely not that maybe it was completely legit but i just didn't feel like i resonated with it so in terms yeah that's what i found in like looking into all of this work is that you don't have to resonate with everything you can pick and choose what you like and it's kind of like what works for you witchcraft is a grab bag of yeah of spirituality and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah for sure Mm -hmm. yeah so i kind of question everything even if I feel like things are, are legitimate. I don't know. I just yeah. am always questioning. Um, but you're looking into kind of past life regression chat. and you've already read books. So I've read uh, three to four of Dr. Brian Weiss's books of, on past life regression, who was sort of the, the father of modern 
past life regression therapy because you know he's a classically trained psychiatrist i'm pretty sure he's was yale or stanford or both or something and he um he was doing hypnotherapy with a a patient who had a lot of phobias and nothing was working so he, he tried hypnosis and then she just went into a past life regression out of nowhere. Um, and then he realized that she was getting healing from this. So he started doing it over and over again and then started doing it with like hundreds of his patients over the course of his career. Now he's in his seventies. He's written many books about it and they're unbelievable. Like, um, like the, I don't know the exact decade that it all began, but you know, he's in his seventies now and it was probably like earlier in his career that it started. So it's, there's a number of years he's been doing this and I found somebody who trained with him who is going to guide me into a past life regression. Yeah. Whoa. That's really so excited because I really have a fear of hypnosis and I've Mm. never been hypnotized before. Mm. And I feel like I need to trust the person and Mm. I do feel like this person seems to know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I was hypnotized at one of those, you know, those like school. Did you do something embarrassing? Well, I mean, they made me like dance like a chicken or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To this day, I still can't figure out if I was hypnotized. Okay. I'm also someone that just like would dance and did dance in front of the whole school and I don't care about that. So I don't know if it was just me going along with the fun or if I was actually hypnotized. Well, I have some friends who I wasn't there, but they all went on a trip to like Vegas or something. And anyways, they ended up in one of those shows and they <laughs> bought the DVD of it. So I got to watch. Yeah. Cause the show oh. was recorded. So I got to just watch it as like, you know, kind of an outsider looking in and I could not explain it. And knowing like these friends, I, it, the behavior was in like this, they were really hypnotized and I don't know how to explain it. Wow. And they did some crazy shit, which I won't even say to like, just not disrespect <laughs> them. But like my jaw was on the floor watching like, this video. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they wanna... seemed in a total trance and they were doing mm-hmm. anything the guy said, like, mm-hmm. and everyone up there seemed totally hypnotized. Mm. I mean, I think it's possible, especially with the idea of group think and like, mm-hmm performative too so subconsciously you probably feel the need to perform i don't know i don't know i mean how vulnerable though to like that's why i'm so afraid of it well i'm gonna also before i do the past life regression i'm gonna be just hypnotized in general it's like warm myself up there's this Mm. there's this guy who has been hypnotizing a lot of different people on youtube and tiktok and (laughs) he's basically blew up on tiktok from hypnotizing people and and does he make them do tricks like like yeah well he'll do yeah funny things like where he had some girl think that he was her favorite celebrity mm-hmm. and she genuinely yeah. thought he was Selena Gomez and she was freaking out. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's what you this know? guy did on the DVD oh, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. He's really good like, at what? it. His videos are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's the same guy. It could be. <laughs> so, okay. So you're going to practice that. Yeah. It's yeah. totally vulnerable. Um, That's what scares me. I have yeah. a question about the yeah. Kundalini. Did you notice a difference in those 40 days of doing it? Mm. Like what was the big difference before and after? It was so crazy. So yeah, it will all be in the video, basically the journey. But the biggest thing I noticed was an increase in my self-confidence. And it's funny Mm. because again, you look at Kundalini and it looks woo woo. (laughs) It's so practical because Kundalini is so mentally tough. It's physically tough, but it's so mentally tough. Because Kundalini is a lot of breathing. It's like repetitive, yeah, breath work, repetitive motions, chanting for a a long amount of time. You know, you could be doing a really difficult Kriya, which is a sequence in Kundalini with really challenging poses and you have to do it for many minutes at a time. Like I did this breathing thing for 11 minutes straight and I just wanted to quit so badly. Mm. And in other forms of yoga, they'll say to listen to your body and take breaks when you need to. And there's definitely a a place for that, but that is not Kundalini. Kundalini is about like pushing past your mental barrier and the teacher will push you to keep going even when you want to quit so badly. So what that does practically is it just teaches you what you're actually capable of and that you can overcome those limiting beliefs. 
And that's what I found to be the biggest benefit to doing Kundalini is when I would do these Kriyas that I just, I wanted to quit, but you just Mm. keep going and you just prove to yourself you can do it. Mm. That would increase my self-confidence a little bit every day. And I did it for 40 days and yeah, I did miss like other types of, of exercise and yoga that I was doing more of before the Kundalini. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it, it's just such a practical like practice in just really um, strengthening your own mental capacity. Mm-hmm. My sister Angie did the same, a 40-day straight Kundalini uh, yoga. She did it with um, a video like at home. It was either video mm-hmm. or audio at home. Mm-hmm. And she felt the same thing mm-hmm. that you just described. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it must be... Mm. Yeah, it's just, yeah. She it's speaks really highly of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there are instances where you will have a kundalini arising or weakening, as they call it. I only really experienced this minorly once, but I've seen people on video have these crazy out of body experiences or what. It's like it looks insane. Well, is that like the the video? I think she showed me one of those of um, they they can like almost fly. They cross oh. their legs and they're like, oh, it's like I these see, guys yeah. and they're like kind of running across the floor with their legs crossed, but it yeah. almost looks impossible. Like, how are they doing that? That's just a cool Kundalini party trick. I think. Okay. But I have okay. a, I have a, um, you guys seen this one? Yeah, that's sick. I have a friend though, who had, who documented a Kundalini awakening session with this guy basically guides people into it. And his videos are amazing. You need to check out, um, his videos, um, Frank, Illaridi, I can never say his last name right, but it's, his videos are unbelievable. Like they're really in the spiritual realm, and and these people having a Kundalini ex- awakening experience, it, it's like they look like they're just hallucinating or on oh, drugs or something. But wow. it's all just from yeah, from yeah. this practice. I've oh. done um, hot yoga that mm-hmm. was so intense that I felt like I was on drugs. Yeah, and like in a different plane. Mm. Oh yeah, I oh. love hot yoga. Well, back to hypnosis, that was um, kind of making me think about the EMDR that I'm doing in therapy. Mm. It's not, I don't think it's a form of hypnosis exactly, but you do watch an object move back and forth, left to right, left to right. And that's mm-hmm. that's like the main, um, uh, I guess, mechanics of the EMDR is that by BLS, bilateral stimulation. Mm-hmm. So looking back and forth, but keeping your head still makes your two sides of your brain both be stimulated while mm-hmm. you're then uh, reimagining a traumatic event mm-hmm. um, and talking through it, mm-hmm. like all at the same time. It's mm-hmm. you're exhausting. Like, well, I've done it too. Yeah. It's like you're rewriting your history. It's wow. And so just sometimes when I'm doing it, I think about the pendulum and how that looks Mm -hmm. like hypnosis. Yeah. Uh, I've heard really good things about EMDR. I have only good things to say so far. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. I'm like four sessions in and we're just uh, still at the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, but I already feel some effects and definitely within each session, like from start to end, I already feel a lightness, like mm-hmm. a relief sort mm-hmm. of, even though I'll be like crying and going through it, I'll, I'll feel lighter yeah. at the end. Mm. It kind of feels like a dishwashing my brain sometimes. <laughs> like I feel yeah. it sloshing You're being in there. brainwashed. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's like an actual genuine fear of mine. Like, yeah. But, for yeah. A, but for a good cause. Yeah. yeah. I guess right. you kind of are being brainwashed. Wow. A little bit. That is but a, like I want to. I right. feel like that is a thing I always have a guard up against as I'm exploring all of these topics and yeah. entering into some of these more cult-like scenarios <laughs> where actually ever since I moved to California, it's so my, so funny. My dad's like on cult watch. He's like, so what, uh, where are you going now? Like if I go to a spiritual event he was like, is it a cult? Well, I mean, like <laughs> He's not wrong. A lot of cults start in LA. Oh my gosh. Fucking Jonestown started here. Psychology. Like, yeah. I am. Manson. I, I love, uh, cult stories for, I don't know. I find them fascinating. There's a documentary called Holy Hell. You guys need to see this about a cult in the 80s. Also started in California. So many of them start here. But yeah, I always have my guard up because you get that happens in in this world. So you have to be 
aware yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to be discerning because and skeptical and skeptical mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But so many things have cult like elements. Kundalini has many cult like elements. Mm-hmm. Like oh, even yoga, yoga in general. Yeah. UCB is like cult like, which is oh, our yeah. comedy theater for <laughs> right. those that don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Like any organization is pretty much a cult. Nobody yeah. even knows what that word means really. Mm. But I'm talking about like the dangerous ones where you mm. throw away your entire life and like, don't talk to your family and give all your money to them. Like, there's a line. Yeah. Would, you, wait, would you ever do like investigative journalism on Scientology? Scientology? I know. I was thinking the same thing. I, that seems so risky. I have high. such a desire. My curiosity is so high. I'd be for, worried. I know, but that's why I don't know if it's genuinely safe. Like, I don't think it is safe to mm-hmm. go down that road, but I do have part of uh-huh. me that has this curiosity that wants to investigate mm-hmm. cults. That, yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to know. I just want to understand. Have you guys seen The yeah. Master with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman playing? I have not watched it. Hubbard. Oh, mm-hmm. goodness. Very good. Wow. <sighs> I need to see that. They did their, a BBC documentary, I think, did a reenactment as well, where they had someone playing David Miscavige mm. and they did a reenactment like a he's one of the higher ups there yes, right he was like yeah. the CEO or whatever he's like one of the worst ones he's yeah. like running the show and mm-hmm. and they did a reenactment of of something where he's basically was basically like harassing everyone and <sighs> it was so real and it was just they hired actors to like reenact it but it was mm-hmm. it became so real that you're like this actually happens yeah. well listeners I, if you haven't seen leah remini's show about so, scientology oh, it's so, so good because yeah, she basically is. i guess did that but yeah. it just didn't like a hindsight point of view right. and the documentary going clear on hbo mm-hmm. was really really good too about yeah. it um uh I have a couple things about Scientology. There's a Scientology building like right across the street. <laughs> oh, and and right across the street from speaking of UCB, our comedy theater, mm-hmm. there's one right across there. So I, um, me and three other girls went in one time just because we were so curious to see inside, like how you are. Like, yeah. um, I gave a fake name and like was really careful, um, but it was scary and they pressured us mm-hmm. and um, they... Uh, were kind of mean to me. They were like, I said I was an actor and they were like, but are you a paid actor? Cause if you, we can help you get there. Like you need to really like work Whoa. with us to get there. And I had literally had a check in my purse that day from getting paid for a gig. And I was like, yeah, I am a paid actor. So you can't, no, like don't look at me. the name on the check. <laughs> yes. I did not show them the check, but then, um, they even followed us out of the building and were listening Whoa. to us. And we, we, we had like gone across the street and we started laughing and chatting about it. Cause it was like, Oh, that was fun and scary. <laughs> and then we realized they had sent someone and they it's were watching real. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Um, and then also I will see, um, being an actor out here, they Scientology like tries to cast under different names mm-hmm. it's called like golden opportunity have you seen these leah yeah oh, on golden era That's golden era yeah. yes yeah. Mm-hmm. um and like as an actor out here you just sort of hopefully learn that mm-hmm. and then you avoid those castings Whoa, but like yeah. they usually pay decent and they pay like well, but it's a drive and you're driving to i think it's near headquarters Hemet, Hemet, which is where their headquarters is so it's like oh are they yeah yeah you <sighs> it's know, just it's risky like, you don't want to it's, Do you guys know, have friends who are actors who have gotten roped into one? I met yes. someone, I met a boy on another shoot who had done them and he seemed positive about it, but he also seemed like, mm, I didn't trust his intelligence, I guess I would say it nicely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I won't say too much, but one time I was at a dinner, met a girl, she was very nice. And then Scientology came up. I made a joke, not knowing that she was a Scientologist <gasps> and it got very awkward at the table. Oh. Everyone knew except me. Oh. And then she was like, yeah, let's, let's not talk about that anymore. And then we just didn't oh. talk about it. So yeah, it was very, very strange. Did you say something really? Yeah. Cause like I thought everyone right? was on the <laughs> same page. I thought we all knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Oops. Yeah. Oopsies. Scary. Okay. So, so you, so be careful. <laughs> be careful out there. We're also on cult watch for you. Yeah. <laughs> just do that. Um, so have you always been like a spiritual person? I don't think so. I don't really? know. Um, hmm. I, there was a long period of my life when 
I was pretty atheist and pretty hopeless. And then I realized that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And through yoga, I found my spiritual path. Yeah. I found yoga when I was in high school just because I wanted to be a better soccer player and I wanted to be more flexible and strong. And through yoga, I was a physical practice at first. I just was addicted to the Mm -hmm. feeling of yoga. Mm -hmm. And then over the course of four or five years, it just started to change my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I found my spiritual path through yoga and yoga is a huge part of my, like my faith. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I totally agree with that. I think yoga was like the gateway drug for me. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It is. Spirituality. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and also I wanted to say I started yoga maybe six years ago and I, I used to work out a lot and watch what I ate and like eating disorders. But since I found yoga, I'm so fit and I do next to nothing. Yeah. It's so effective. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. So Leah and I did um, this the body paint shoot yesterday mm-hmm. and I saw like a nice DM from a woman about um, just complimenting my body. And then that sent me into thinking about like, I hope she loves her body. And mm-hmm. I remember how I used to fucking hate my body which is so sad um and I'm so I feel lucky and grateful that I've worked through it and yeah for me I was thinking the same it's a lot about yoga because I think what I what I got addicted to in yoga is how I feel mentally and then it's like the physical is a side effect Mm -hmm. instead of chasing after a physical goal with eating disorders and over exercising yeah I know yoga is not for everyone, but I'm like, I wanted to mm-hmm. relay like in my mind to this girl, <laughs> even right. though we weren't talking about this, <laughs> that like, if you can just find something that is sustainable, that you actually enjoy. Yeah. That's like find your yoga. Yeah. 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 I feel like in college I had sort of these orthorexic patterns, you know, orthorexia is um, <gasps> sort of a not necessarily an eating disorder, but a disorder where you become overly obsessed with health and being perfect in your health. Everything you eat has to be perfectly healthy. You have to work out every day or you feel like you're the worst person in the world. It's Mm. that vicious cycle of needing to be perfect in your health. (sighs) And I feel like I fell into that in college and I would be I would be so guilty about anything I would eat that was outside of what I considered healthy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was, but over time I I have so much freedom now with food that I've never used to have. And I don't know what shifted at some point. And I really do think it was diving more into spirituality mm-hmm. and my faith and like connecting with myself. Mm-hmm. But now I finally feel this freedom where I most of the time, I'm eating really nutritiously because it makes me feel good, Mm -hmm. but I don't beat myself up. Like I have the 10 to 15% of the time where I can enjoy food and I don't feel guilty like I once did. And it's so interesting how that shifted. If I had to guess, I would say it's all self-love and doing what feels good, giving Mm. yourself what feels good because most of the time that's going to be nutritious things. Right. And then sometimes that's going to be cravings or feel good, like indulgences. Yeah. And acceptance is a huge part of that too. Accepting yourself where you're at, where it's like, oh yeah, today I'm just going to eat a lot of sweets and that's okay. That's okay. Tomorrow's a new day and I can eat healthier then. Yeah. And I, I feel like I realized when I when I would just eat what I wanted to, I actually didn't have, I had less cravings mm. because the, you, yeah. the limiting, the limiting mm-hmm. belief in my mind or when I would put restrictions on something, I can't have any bread. I mm-hmm. can't have any sugar. Then you just automatically want it more. Mm-hmm. So if you don't put the restrictions on yourself, then actually the cravings come less. And then you can, yes. you can actually, as everybody says, enjoy in moderation, which is <laughs> like the most overused term, but like it just <laughs> happens because you just allow yourself to eat what you want. And, and that, I think it was the restriction that was really messing me up. And I don't know what happened, but I think it was like just diving into the self-love and like mm-hmm. doing what feels good and, and realizing that, um, yeah, we can enjoy what yeah. we eat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should. Yeah, we should. <laughs> it's it's a lot to to overcome and unlearn cuz like mm-hmm. yeah, I I'm seeing so much of my journey in what you say mm-hmm. and um oh, what was I just going to say about oh fuck. You got it. It'll come back you to me. You got it. Um 
Oh, yes. I was wondering if you would consider yourself a perfectionist or or a perfectionist in recovery mm. because multiple things uh, I resonate about control have come up, like with the yeah. hypnosis, with eating, with exercising, trying to do perfect health. Yeah. Does that oh, resonate? For sure. Yeah. Same. Yeah, for sure. And I think YouTube has actually taught me how to let go of perfectionism. Ooh. Because when you post every week, like I post and I have been doing for almost two years, there's no way every video you post is going to be to your standards of perfection. Like you said earlier. Yes. Yes. Not going to happen. So Mm -hmm. you have to let go of the perfectionism and just get the work done and be okay with the imperfections and still release it and be unattached from the outcome. And it's taught me so much about, uh, yeah, about letting go of my perfectionist nature. Um, and in, in every area of my life. And I think as women, you know, we are, we are so pressured to be perfect mm-hmm. in every way, mm-hmm. you know, to be a badass at your career and also be fit and hot and beautiful mm-hmm. and be intelligent. And then if you're a mother, be a mother and do all these things. It's yeah. just impossible standards, but it's so, it's, it's just so ingrained in us from a young age as females. Yep. I'm laughing because this week I asked my boyfriend, I like just got a new skin regimen. I'm talking like 10 different oils and like, I'm loving it. It's really yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. It's another way to do self-care. But I asked my boyfriend this week, I was like, have you ever even thought about your skin? Oh. And he was like, no. I'm like, oh <sighs> right. my God, the stress, the stress yeah. that we as women put A on ourselves and B that we are put in, like, especially when it comes to aging, when we meet a mm-hmm. certain like age point, you have to start worrying about wrinkles and prevention and Botox and like, you know, but it's like, guys don't give a fuck. Why do I, I have to care? Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Oh. This is, this is like, I, I've had to work so hard on my anger when it comes to getting ready for bed in a partner situation because my partner who is a man will come in the bathroom, brush his teeth, which by the way, he's one of those people who never gets cavities, has never had his cavity his whole life, doesn't even use an electric toothbrush and doesn't floss. All he has to do is brush, 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 toss it in the holder. And I am in there for 20 minutes scrubbing, Uh de-makeup, tone, fucking all the The retinols and Uh (laughs) right and it sucks the (laughs) argument you'll hear from the male side is that oh it's well it's a choice but again (laughs) this is something that is really placed on women Mm -hmm. from such a young age that is embedded in our subconscious Mm -hmm. from the time we're very young very young Mm -hmm. yeah and it's i mean i think about all the time spent on doing our makeup, for example, or all the things we do to try and be accepted. And the money spent exactly. on all those things. That's why, you know, we. I'm totally for women who want to pay for themselves at dinner. I'm like, go for it. But you know what? I have spent a lot of money to make myself look beautiful for this date. Yes. So I will happily accept if yeah. you would like to pay for me on yeah. this first date, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so that's my philosophy on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I 100% agree. It adds up. I agree. Um, okay. So you're a Taurus, you said. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your other sign is? I'm a rising Capricorn and a Cancer Moon. I'm also a Capricorn rising. Mm. Wait, am I? Okay, yeah. I don't really pay that much attention to astrology. I know okay. y'all are so like you know everything about it. I am. It stresses me out if I mm. if I see something that I'm like I did that wrong. Like <laughs> I can't have it make decisions for me. Okay, that's how I feel about it. But I actually want to make a video about astrology, like a very deep, <gasps> like investigative video about the origin of it, how it actually works. We have like, great people to send yeah. you to. Yeah. 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 You, you, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask Because you we don't know everything about it. That is, mm. that is, um, I was joking with my same friend who I was referencing earlier from Ohio, um, on the phone the other day, like, leave it to the professionals. Like I, yeah. I don't do my own astrology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really is for the professionals. It's so complex. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. But I do know for your rising sign, it's, it's what you're going towards in this life. It's mm-hmm. sort of where you're trying to get to. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going towards Capricorn, I would, I would think that means you're going towards, um, more like business and getting it done. Yeah. Very career focused. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's which you both accurate. are. Yeah. <laughs> which I think lines up for both of us. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And cancer. Okay, so that means do you have emotions? Emotional. Emotions. Oh, and the fact that that's yeah. in your moon, which is the emotions. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to sure. have some moods. Mm. Yeah. I'm very sensitive, <sighs> yeah. very emotional. I'm a Pisces moon, which is very similar. Yeah. yeah water. Hmm. And I feel like I will sort of push away my emotions and then it all it just explodes <laughs> and you can't avoid it you can run but you can't hide so true. do you do you well because the sign of the cancer is the crab so you can also yeah. be crabby do you resonate crabby. with that i feel like i'm like waking uh, up on the wrong side of the bed or oh not. that's something i'm working on is just waking up and feeling super pumped it's hard yeah. for me to do that it's hard it's it hard. hard it can you know. be work do you have a morning routine so yeah. Um, okay. I, right now I'm doing a video where I'm trying these meditations for another 40 day challenge. Dr. Joe Dispenza's Oh meditations. my God. We're trying to get him on oh, where cool. we know so many people who are doing his stuff. It yeah. keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. Oh, you're coming on Joe. Dr. Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe. You're coming like on. You're going to be in this seat. <laughs> yeah. So eventually. are you doing his course with the meditation? Um, so I have somebody who is, uh, sort of a Dr. Joe expert and he he basically gave me a whole plan for 40 days with cool. all the meditations that I should do to get the most out of what he does. So cool. now my morning, normally it would be like wake up uh, to get to a class that I paid for so that I make sure I get there. <laughs> Workout class. That is my accountability. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I go get class pass or go to my yoga studio where if I don't go, I get charged. So, um, yeah, that's normally what I do. Like by 6am or 630, I'm at Ooh. a class, but now, and I would meditate after, but now I'm doing Dr. Joe's meditations and he recommends doing them. Like when you first wake up, mm-hmm. cause that's when you're still sort of in the right brainwave state mm-hmm. for that's optimal for meditation. So now I'm trying to, wake up around 4 45 and five oh, to five and do them good for you. Wow. but that means i have to get myself in bed earlier than i do so oh, i'm working on it because my new year's resolution was to sleep enough that yeah slash more great prioritize sleep yeah prioritize sleep because i had way too many all-nighters last year and it was not healthy and no. the research on sleep is so clear and I always say people are like, what are the main things that you recommend for optimizing health? Like out of all the stuff you've tried and you know, I'm like sleep. And then I wouldn't <laughs> actually do it myself. I'm totally. like, this is so, I have to practice what I preach. Wow. <laughs> I've so tasted my own medicine in those ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I don't sleep enough. Last night, cause we did a body painting shoot yesterday. We, I went to sleep at 9 p.m., which hasn't happened in a long time. That's so nice. (laughs) Long time. Yeah, because you fully exhausted your body. Yeah. But, But, oh, I'm so excited for that video to come out and to see what you feel because I've I've heard great things. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. I've uh, Crazy stuff. I mean, Uh I went to a weekend workshop. I have another video about that experience, but I haven't actually consistently done his meditations. I just Mm -hmm. do them every now and again. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this every day to really measure how my life might change after hearing like all these crazy mm-hmm, stories from mm-hmm. people. And he, he fixed his spine, right? We're talking about the That's same. What he, yeah, yeah. He says so, that he basically healed his spine through yeah, meditation, yeah. which I've met, I've met somebody who did that and they're, there's these stories that yeah. exist. It's really wild. Yeah. So that's like his whole thing is, um, you know, uh, breathing and meditation and moving, energy by visualizing in your mind. And that is what he did after a crazy accident where his, he was basically paralyzed or his whole spine was shot and he like rebuilt his spine in his mind. He just mm-hmm. visualized rebuilding his own spine day yeah. after day, like moment after moment until he got it and he, he did it. Yeah. And they said wow. he wasn't going to be able to, like they said nothing was going to fix him. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of those stories. Had, I love those stories so much. Yeah. And that's, what, that, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm like, I want to yeah. understand this because we don't, there's so much we're going to learn in the next 50 to a hundred years yeah. about the power of the mind and the connection between mind, body, spirit. And, you know, science is ever evolving. It's, there's so much to learn. Oh yeah. Yeah. I met a woman in college who broke her neck from a biking accident. Mm-hmm. Very similar. She got the same injury as Christopher Reeves who played Ooh. Superman. So they told her she's going to be quadriplegic for the rest of her life. Okay. And she basically refused to believe that. And she had a really strong spiritual practice and faith before mm-hmm. this accident. And they said she should have died at the scene pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then she used meditation, faith, 
power of her mind's sound healing to completely heal herself in like six months fully. Like I just saw her like goosebumps. Yeah. A month ago because I was in North Carolina and I went to go see her and she was so inspirational. Um, incredible. Yeah. And that she was like one of the first people I actually met who had done something like that. And I was like, wait, what's going on here? I (laughs) got to learn from this. Yeah. (laughs) I think we have back to like my friend's point about the power I have that I don't even remember. It's like, we have so much capability that I think we've, um, outsourced Mm -hmm. with like technology and modern living. Mm. I think that we're not as uh, attuned with ourselves Mm, and with nature as we used to be. I agree with that. And we can heal ourselves in many ways. We have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our body is so intelligent. And I do feel that our ancestors just had so much knowledge because of their direct connection to nature Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. intimate it was and how that was so much a part of having to actually survive this world. And now there's just so many distractions in our modern world. I look at pictures from like the 1900s, 1800s and it's like glamorous to me because it's like, whoa, they don't have cell phones. It's like they were actually in the present moment. Like I'm jealous. I mean, it was a worse time and there was a lot of wars and stuff. So I don't totally want to trade it. But just the idea of like, oh, they were all just in the moment together right yeah yeah i mean if you look at statistics um globally Mm -hmm. like we are doing pretty well compared to past times right now if you actually look at the numbers of rates of poverty and hunger etc but as much as we like to think the world's like burning right now um, we're actually doing pretty good so we got (laughs) to celebrate that um but i feel like yeah i also am like very much uh, appreciate what Western medicine can do and what modern technology can do. I just feel like there needs to be a blend of the two. And like, mm-hmm. we need to find the right balance of what both like Eastern medicine mm-hmm. and actually understanding your own body and intuition are good for. And like what Western medicine is good for. Like mm-hmm. if you get in an accident, you want a real mm-hmm. doctor at the ER. <laughs> yes. 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 Moderation. What we yeah. Were yeah. <laughs> we're just quite, quite out of balance at the moment, but I feel like we're coming back to balance because we're having a massive awakening right now on this, yeah. on this planet in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to feel like awaken time to. the cards. <laughs> Bring out the cards. <laughs> We've got two decks here today. So maybe we'll pull um, a little self-care card for you and an oracle card. Okay, cool. So these self-care cards are from Goddess Provisions, are one of our boxes we get that we fucking love. That's what this crystal nail polish is yeah, from. Yeah, that nail polish is fine. And incredible. now they have a deck. And it's just so fun because it's a really straightforward little like, here's an idea for some self-care you might need. Like mm-hmm. take a bath. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that one first? Yeah. So... And if you want your own Goddess Provisions box, there is a link in our Instagram at Basic Witches where you can sign up using our referral code. So yeah, you get a discount. Yeah, it's uh, we love it Best every box. month. Okay, so get your energy on oh, those. Your nails look I know. So, beautiful. so good, they Pretty match. Wow. <laughs> yes. So cute. Her nails are this like mauvey pink glitter mm. from Valentine's Day, and yes. they're so cute. I had a nice Valentine's Day alone, but it was a self-love day. Hell yeah. Yeah. I watched the sunset on my own. It was beautiful. I think for this one, you should pull your card. So shuffle or do whatever you want and then just feel what you're drawn to. No wrong answers. Make a meal. And there's an avocado on here. So (laughs) that's very appropriate for me. There you go. I love avocados. Make yourself a meal today. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Now whipping out the Dorian Virtue Goddess Guidance Oracle cards. Um, So I'm going to give these to you. These are Skies cards now. Knock the deck. There you go. Um, So shuffle them around Mm -hmm. and let's start thinking what you might want to ask. What's on your mind? Mm. We can workshop it. It can be vague. It can be specific. The the self-care deck does have a book and it's just, I just want to tell you that the make a meal is, um, it's kind of funny that we were talking about like intuitive eating and stuff. It says, I am nourished by food infused with love. And then it says, when made with love and intention, food has the power to nourish us beyond a physical level. Mm. I just feel like that's so kind of what we were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, Got to get a good question. Got your question? Um, do I say it out loud? Yes, please. Yes. Well, I just wanted to ask the cards. <laughs> what do I, what do I need to know right now? Yes. I love it. Okay, love it. great. Very general so keep, question. Keep those. Great. Okay. Um, and fan them out so the goddesses are facing your heart. Oh, like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do a deep inhale, hold it at the top, okay. and then exhale. Listeners, do this with us. because your name is sky but i'm like feeling like i'm in the clouds and i see like a <laughs> rainbow <laughs> I love that. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. okay here you go <gasps> white tara sensitivity ooh. you are becoming increasingly sensitive and sensitive is not bad by the way <laughs> avoid harsh relationships environments situations and chemicals i do think a lot of mm. people hear that and they immediately think that that's a bad card to be sensitive but it's not bad it means that you're actually becoming more aware and mm-hmm. your healing and your spirituality i feel that a very also telling to what we were just talking about cancer moon yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i was thinking the same thing for you yep. <laughs> okay yeah. so here's what you need to know okay give it to me As you've purified your inner world of thoughts, actions, and intentions, it's natural that you seek purity in your outer world as well. This is to acknowledge your heightened sensitivity, which is as real as it seems. You've stripped away the outer protective layers of unneeded defenses, which blocked your psychic and spiritual awareness. Now you're on the path of ascension, which calls for your heightened awareness. And with this awareness comes new levels of sensitivity to the impure and harsh. Your body is a trustworthy instrument of measurement of your tolerance level. Steer clear of that which your body signals you to avoid. Take excellent care of your body and it shall serve you well. Mm, Yes. That's like a lot of what we were talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. Very spot on for Mm -hmm. where I'm at. And then there's some various meanings for white Tara. Okay. Acknowledge and honor your sensitivity. Take steps to protect yourself from negativity. Avoid chemicals. Steer clear of situations with loud noise, crowds, violent media, and other triggers. Mm, yeah, I oh. don't like big crowds. Yeah. yeah, and maybe the violent media is kind of like the haters we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> violent trolls. Violent trolls. <laughs> out <of> here. <laughs> okay, let's read about White Tara. White Tara is an aspect of Tara, a female Buddha and Hindu mother creator. The many female faces of the Buddha and mother creator are represented as various colors of Tara. White Tara represents purity, maturity, and compassion. (gasps) Meeting the trolls with compassion. Mm -hmm. The eyes on her hands, feet, and forehead allow her to be aware of all prayers. She helps us to live long and peaceful lives. Mm. All that stuff about ascension seemed really fitting, mm. right? With yeah. like how yeah. you're moving towards researching this spiritual and realm. You're like mm. always finding out new information. So I would imagine you're constantly up leveling, whether you're like yeah. aware of it or not. Yeah. And especially with the Dr. Joe meditations, I feel that fully because it's all about how to overcome your own mind. Your upper limits <laughs> yeah. of your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To ascend to that higher state of consciousness. <sighs> yes. um, that serves us all better in this crazy world. Because I feel like I was exist. trapped in my, you know, yeah. my mind for totally. a long time. And I like re- have been really needing this mm. to break free. Because the Kundalini video, that was a that was a while ago. And I, um, yeah, I needed another thing. That's why I love doing videos about this stuff. Because it's the ultimate accountability mm-hmm. for like yeah. doing the, just doing it. Totally. And then reaping the benefits it's like i used to do um gymnastics and cheerleading but i couldn't do a back handspring unless my coach was watching me like i needed the accountability of like somebody watching yeah (laughs) yeah Uh to do it um well good so it seems like white tara really resonates thank you white tara thank you white Tara. Tara. tara cool let's let listeners know where they can find all the amazing Sure. Sky Life and everything. Plug it in. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is called Sky Life on YouTube. 
And my Instagram is at Sky Cowens. But hopefully I can try and get the Sky Life Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We end every episode with a basic blessing. This is something we're each grateful for today, right now, Ooh. big or small. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'm grateful for stillness. Mm. I'm just grateful to be with the basic witches <laughs> hanging and talking. This is so fun, you guys. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I'm grateful for all the nice iTunes reviews because even though we talked about trolls and haters, I don't I don't really remember and like linger on those as much mm-hmm. as the ones that are like, you guys saved my life or mm-hmm. you changed my life mm-hmm. and I so appreciate you. So thank you for mm-hmm. all the kind words, which they mostly are kind words. Yeah. Thank you, Sky. Thank you. Thank Sky. you so much for having me. <laughs> it was so fun. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches.